Aloha Maui Nui. Hello, this is Josh Porter. And Brian Thomas. Welcome and to the Jason so- Burkhart. There, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> That's some timing, Jay. Uh, nice job. Welcome to the Solar Coaster, folks. We got um, uh, Jason in transit, and he kindly called in. Where are you, baggage claim, OGG? I, I am at baggage claim. <laughs> nice, nice. So uh, it's really going to be a cool show here. We have Brian Thomas in the studio. Thanks so much for coming in. Fairwinds Wealth Management, independent owner, proprietor, uh, additional terms, I'm not sure. Chief trash taker, router. great to be here. <laughs> uh, Brian's going to help us out talking about ESGs and ETFs and things like TAN and PBW. And, it, and, right? Yeah, and the context of uh, how it fits into ESG, environmental social governance yeah. part of investing. And it seems right. to me a really important time. Uh, Jay and I just got back from, or Jay just getting back right now, from uh, Solar Power International Salt Lake City 2019 North America Smart Energy Week on the bastion and center of all things energy in North America, all things renewable energy. Jay, what do you think, man? Oh, I mean, it was a really, really impressive show, and we've seen just how much progress everybody can make in a year. This was our third SPI, and, uh, and yeah, I, just, <laughs> I, can't, I can't, can't tell you how smart all this energy is really becoming. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, did, what, did, what, did, what did Nico say? Something? It's, it's like drinking from a fire hose. Like, there's so much. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> there's so much <laughs> going on out there. Really good experience. And, and, and you guys were the social media outfit, so I think that's pretty impressive that the Maui guys at this show – in the United States and in the world for the most part, are incorporating this technology. You've got the technical background to understand it, but also you're disseminating it and you've got the show. So it's kind of a vital spot and it's neat to be a part of the show actually. It, yeah, I, you know, Jay, I was just giving Brian the kind of the highlights of it and I was having a hard time choosing which thing to talk about, you know? And uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, and it was kind of an interesting role, Brian. And thanks for bringing that up. And, and you know, basically we were working as live correspondents specifically for SETS, which is the group that uh, puts together Solar Power International North America Smart Energy Week. It is the largest gathering of renewable energy professionals in, in North America annually. Uh, it was in Salt Lake City this year. It's been in Vegas and Anaheim previous years. Next year is Anaheim, right, Jay? Uh, Correct. Back to Anaheim. So we're looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, we had a chance to collaborate with some really amazing people. And the bottom, basically what we did was we went around the show and interviewed all of the kind of our pick of the most innovative uh, companies and kind of got in there early and did a, a long form interview and did a little bit of short uh, kind of shout out stuff. And then sets would push that to their Instagram channel. And uh, we would just be, you know, be all over the Megatrons and things like that. And it was super cool. And it was really fun and met just wonderful people. And, and the fact that they come to you to talk about, okay, who, who may we partner with or so. I mean, the highest level of people in the industry. That's, yeah. it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, because, because, because they know that you've got this big picture that they may or not have. And they want to look if there's any uncovered stones out there. Yeah, and I think that um, you know it speaks more to Hawaii than it does to us individually. It's it's really just the, the fact that we're here in this kind of uh, you know petri dish of renewable energies for the last ten years and kind of learning as we go about storage, about panels, about you know smart grid stuff and and uh, yeah. So we were able to kind of you know peel back the onion a bit further, I think, on some of these things, which was super fun. And we're going to get a chance to hear today's show is with uh, Ragu Balor. Uh, of Enphase Energy talking about his forthcoming uh, product Ensemble. Now Ensemble is, I think we have to say, Jay, that's probably the kind of the, the pinnacle of the conversation. I and mean, there were some brilliant things happening there, really exciting stuff. That, now Ensemble has not been released yet. Uh, it's due to be released any month now, basically. And it's very special on a lot of levels. And, and Ragu, we met with him, one of the co-founders, and his co-founder Martin wasn't there, uh, at the Peary Hotel about an hour or so before show opened. And we're going to get a chance to listen to that interview now. So really excited about that. So, uh, all right. So let's jump into our housekeeping. We'll get over to news and events. And then we'll uh, hear from Ragu about this uh, microinverter revolution. What do you guys say? Absolutely. Great. Okay. <laughs> hey, folks. Uh, aloha. We are the uh, Solar Coaster, a renewable energy theme talk show right here in lovely Maui County. can be found Fridays at 105 p.m. on Kauai 1110 a.m. Also, some FM stations, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM Westside, 98.7 FM Upcountry. www.solar-coaster.com is where you can find all our old shows and shortly this one as well. Uh, more to the point, uh, we've been uploading, as, as Brian was saying, a whole lot of social media stuff. Our YouTube is just, just chock full of new and interesting interviews with all the folks that we met over at SPI. Uh, do check that out. I'm still in the process of uploading more content as we go here. Uh, but but go to solar, solar-coaster.com and you can click right into YouTube or uh, SoundCloud where all the shows are stored. 
Absolutely. We've got some great podcasts, uh, locations, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Uh, you can always just say, hey, Siri, play podcast Solar Coaster, and it should pop up. Or Alexa, have. or I use Pocket Cast <laughs> Android. Uh, <laughs> trying to do that to people. <laughs> Jay, think, Jay thinks it's a bad joke that I do that because it might pop up like in their cars when they're listening. So uh, yeah. sponsors, we've got some great sponsors and possibly some new ones from SPI. So we're looking forward to making those announcements once they've been uh, confirmed. Uh, but Sundrum Solar, Pantech Design, LG Chem, all of these fine folks uh, we've been in touch with, they're doing amazing things. We'll talk more about that shortly. This is a call-in show. If you'd like to peek in and make a, you know, a point or give us a, a question, 808-242-7800 is the call-in line. We will jump over to our Pantech Design Minute and come back with news and events. Pantech Design Minute number six, smart demand control and load management. The Adapt Energy Automation Package optimizes your use of available clean energy when it is abundant and less expensive, like during low tariff or off-peak times. By working together, Together, the ADAPT Energy Automation and the Sonin Ecolink systems decrease load usage and discharge of your home battery when it matters most to fully manage and maximize energy usage in your home. For example, during time of use TOU windows, the Ecolinks and ADAPT EA package can make adjustments in your home to drastically reduce your energy usage without disrupting your lifestyle. So first, the Ecolink system could effectively flood the peak period by using clean stored energy from your battery to power the home rather than relying on the grid. Secondly, load shedding commands could be used to maximize and extend the Ecolink's stored energy. For example, lowering the shades, dimming the lights, increasing the thermostat, and turning off non-essential appliances, which would decrease your energy consumption by 2,000 watts. For a 10 kilowatt hour Sonin Ecolink system, that's an additional two hours worth of energy. This has been the Pantech Design Minute. Pantech Design is a really, oh, it looks like Jay uh, dropped us, huh? <laughs> so Pantech Design is a really cool uh, organization. We did have uh, an opportunity to interview them at SPI, learn about some of their new updates. You know, one of the main things that kind of my takeaway with Pantech is, uh, and they're going to be out here as well shortly, I think first week of December. So get a chance to talk about smart house, smart homes, about batteries, about how to uh, modulate batteries and make them work better for your home. Uh, just a really, um, I would say, innovative group of people and working with industrial grade technology made to uh, to stand the test of time. And then we may ask ourselves, well, you know, of course it's important, but you know, uh, it, why is it really important? And we just, I just discovered two really interesting things about Pantech. First of all, the types of chemistry they, they are working with presently, lithium iron phosphate, you know, one of the only chemistries that can, that has even a shot at lasting, you know, decades. The other chemistries that I've seen, and I've seen the charts and the graphs and the fall-offs and the cycles versus time, they really, um, it's really hard, be hard pressed to reach that kind of a life cycle. So lithium iron phosphate, high-grade lithium iron phosphate is the chemistry they're working with in, in partnership with Sonin at the, at the moment. And then also in terms of the, the technology and the decisions they're making inside of these panels, right? They're using literally, uh, you know, industry commercial quality pieces that um, that if, 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 you know, not only will this protect and stand the test of time in your home, but let's say you're working with the utility in this this term virtual power plant capacity. Utility is really going to want to have some robust technology to control, you know, things, assets, storage assets and stuff like that or get access to that. And uh, they're going to want to be interacting with that level of quality, industry quality stuff. So that's a bit about Pantac. I really like those guys. Very excited to learn more. Uh, time for news and events, Brian. All right. There is boatloads to talk about. We're going to chat a little bit about Hawaii and, and Maui uh, shortly. Uh, we do have Brian here, so we'll get a chance to talk about uh, about what's going on in the uh, finance world a tad. But I did want to touch base on some of these uh, articles that are kind of spitting out about solar power um, from Solar Power Worlds. So this one here is, um, and they're going to talk just briefly. They're good kind of reference points, I guess, Brian, uh, for Solar Power International. So you want to get a feel for what's going on in storage. Just a little smattering of it. These are great articles to check out. This one is Solar Power World uh, by Kelly Pickerel, uh, September 25th. And uh, basically, the title is Battery and Energy Storage Highlighted SP20, SPI 2019. Now, I'll tell you this, the, uh, all of the, um, the, the technologies that she references in this article, we did long-form interviews with the executive teams. So we'll be actually releasing them on this show in the upcoming months. Uh, the first of which is today, and that's Raghu Balor of Enphase Energy. And she doesn't mention Raghu here because he was doing kind of like meetings in the, in the hotels rather than at the show floor. But she does talk about uh, the SunPower Equinox storage system. And this one, Brian, is pretty interesting because 
uh, SunPower. Are you familiar with SunPower, the company? Yeah. So SPWR ticker symbol. There you go. <laughs> you speak stock stock ticker ticker symbols. So uh, SunPower is kind of the granddad of the of the industry. They've been around since the very beginnings, uh, and they have you know they're known for premium quality s solar panels. Uh, recently, over the last couple of years, uh, as have other companies, they've branched out into other equipment, right? And they have something called the SunPower Equinox uh, pro program. Equinox is not are not just panels, but they also incorporate microinverters, SunPower branded microinverters, uh, and also uh, racking and clips and and various pieces of the puzzle of getting these things, systems installed. I believe EcoSolar Hawaii out in Oahu is the only company that is presently Equinox uh, certified. Gotcha. Uh, and there are other companies, of course, you know, on Maui and Oahu that can, can carry the SunPower product. Now, SunPower, all, uh, it, so they're known for these great panels, right? Now they're moving into this other equipment. And of course, the, the, the not final, but the, one of the largest remaining pieces is, is solar plus storage, right? So they, they launched a product and uh, SunPower Equinox Storage is the name of the product. It is a lithium, an LFP, a lithium iron phosphate system. Uh, and you know, it is, it, it, to me, it did look like a pretty uh, exciting uh, step. And so they're not available presently. We're gonna see them soon. Uh, you know, it's a big it's a big box about the size of a refrigerator. Well, but one of the things they've done that is interesting is that they've taken the inversion and the sub panels and all the different equipment and put it into another box, right? So it looks really clean. If you look at a solar plus storage system, whether it, it and, and, and predominantly the two that you'll see these days for the most part are uh, usually it's a solar edge um, inverter and then a Tesla Powerwall or a solar edge inverter and an LG Chem battery bank. But the amount of uh, BOS or balance of system elect uh, uh, electrical equipment that's on the, the side of the, usually it's in a garage or on the side of the house, it kind of surprises people. Gotcha. And these guys, um, and some power along with a handful of other uh, companies, they were walking around with these examples of what your side of your roof, which side of your house is gonna look like, right? And it's a, basically looks like, you know, I mean, just, just conduits and there's panels and there's breakers and there's all kinds of equipment and they're saying we're not doing that we're doing something entirely different we're making it really uh clean and aesthetic and it's going to look like you know an appliance in your home rather than you know a power plant on the side of your your house so, so the form factor is more condensed and more uh yeah less, yeah. less individual parts out there yeah and what's neat of, and that speaks to another point for sun power um you know they are uh the provider of that equipment and so now you've got SunPower storage, SunPower, you know, a lot of the BOS is SunPower, a lot of the uh, on-roof BOS is SunPower, and the panel is SunPower. What is BOS? Balance of system. Balance of system. Electrical equipment, right? Gotcha. Okay. So uh, when you think in that terms of that whole arc, like you've got everything from storage to inversion to sub-panels to, uh, you know, uh, to racking to penetrations to, to panels to microinverters, everything together is SunPower. So if something goes wrong, there's no finger pointing. Right, right. And our favorite, you know, phrase in the industry is one one neck to one choke. One neck to choke. We love that. We love that phrase, right? So it's one neck to choke, and it's a it's a uh, uh, from a company that's been around for a while, and by all accounts will likely be there in the future. So we will be able to cover that um, in the in in the near future, and we'll talk. We talked to uh, the Dipia is the fellow's name that we spoke with there, and we have a uh, a, a I believe a promised interview with uh, the CEO. Uh, I think his name is. Tom, if I'm not mistaken. Do you, do you see that as a trend where the big companies or companies that offer, say, certain parts want to kind of vertically integrate 100%. to be able to control it? 100%. Yeah, so there, you know, if, if previously if you were an inverter manufacturer and then you were out there vying for the inverter business and then you'd have you know, different sectors you could work in and try to dominate different sectors and broaden your market share. Um, but nowadays, if you look at any of these guys, whether they're the inverter guys like SolarEdge, they've gone you know, they've gone across to batteries, they've gone across to electric vehicle chargers, they, they, they've really expanded their offering. I even saw that just after we interviewed the Solar Edge guys, they had um, created a uh, integrated DC optimizer with a PV panel package. They had five or six suppliers and they're labeling it Solar Edge in Europe right now, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, everybody is broadening out into the other areas. And that's that may or may not be a good thing. On the one neck to choke front, that sounds pretty cool, right? Uh, but you need to you need to know what your core competencies are. You right. try to do everything, that could be problematic. And know? that's where companies like Enphase, I mean, are doing great, and they clearly offer something that the market wants and is desiring. 
I think Enphase is really special because it what they're doing is it, it, they're they're innovating at the software level primary, both hardware and software and silicon level. But they're innovating at software level. To me, says they, there's a lot of there's too much to even get into it. <laughs> jumping gotcha. into Enphase, but um, yeah. So SunPower is one example, and then um, another one that they they reference here is Panasonic. So the 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 SunPower system is called the SunPower Equinox Storage System. Uh, Panasonic is launching the Evervolt. Evervolt. And it's, it's kind of got a similar, uh, it looks similarly in terms of its you know, presentation. Now, Panasonic did a bunch of neat things. Once again, we did a long-form interview with their staff there. Uh, we'll release that shortly. It's a video as well. Um, the Panasonic Evervolt is kind of neat. Now, Panasonic is an interesting company because they have, um, they, they, they make cells, right? Uh, they make the they pro they're a provider of battery cells right. for many organizations and many companies around the world. So they're you know really quite dominant in that area, and then they also are a, uh, a dominant panel manufacturer. They come at it from kind of an interesting way, right? That's a unique position. Now their panels, the hits, the HITs, uh, they're known within the industry as very very good panels at a at a competitive price point, right? Yeah. Um, so they're kind of like um, you know uh, they're coming at it from these these two areas of expertise. It's surprising that they didn't, because they make the batteries and the panels, that they didn't integrate that earlier, you know? Well, they were working in partnership with Pika. This is turning into like a, you know, I see. A, a, like a, the, the who's who of, of uh, M&A activity over the last couple of months. But Pika was just bought by Generac. Gotcha. And so now Panasonic is doing something. And it looks very similar, it, you know, admittedly. It looks, the Panasonic offering that they've been working, it looks very similar to the Pika offering in form factor, in layout. Uh, now, in terms of what it actually does and how it relates to this new Generac version of Pika, we don't know yet. Uh, we with with one of the things that was neat about Panasonic, and we'll get into the specifics of this solar plus storage offering um, that they have here. But of course, you could now have a Panasonic panel. You could have a um, an Evervolt. Um, gotcha. And we could have an a, 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 this Panasonic Evervolt system. Uh, and then you've got, you know, these two major pieces of the puzzle covered by Panasonic, which is a, you know, large, one of the largest, you know, electrical companies uh, in the world, right, based out of uh, Japan, right? They're a Japanese company. Yep. So um, one of the neat things about, I think, uh, the Evervolt system, and w just it stood out, it's kind, of, it's kind of funny, it's very simple, actually, but beyond those, ex those expertise areas, they have an AC-coupled system and a DC-coupled system, right? What does that mean? Well, AC-coupled means you've got... Uh, inversion at the uh, at the PV system, and you get inversion at the battery system, right? So it's coupled via it's connected via AC, coupled via AC. So so if you had end phase microinverters up at the panel level, then yeah. you can bring it in. So in other words, you can bring in AC or DC. So yeah. so, so AC is like a, um, a, a really good, easily retrofitable kind of uh, system architecture. AC coupling, right? And then they also have a DC coupled system, and they had these two on two sides of the uh, of the actual um, uh, booth, right? So the AC-coupled version was uh, white, and the DC-coupled version was black. And I thought, oh, well, that's great. We'll never pick the wrong one. Yeah, so <laughs> it just so gives easy. you more flexibility then. Right. Do I might understand we have two minutes left, Gary? Yes. Okay, okay. So we're only going to get through one article of a dozen here. <laughs> so um, the, the next one in this article, uh, Solar Power World, another system that we, we, we are planning to do a long-form interview with the uh, the lead staff is the Generac system. The Generac is actually a, a Pika system branded Generac. But what's neat about that, two million uh, generators are deployed across the United States uh, via Generac, tremendous client base, and they're moving into the solar plus storage business. Yeah. So uh, really important to watch. And Pika, their technology has always been super innovative. You know, their DC coupled system, uh, at least they have been up until now, very, very powerful, very good expandability on the energy front. Uh, we've installed them. They are, you know, you can install them. They're functional and they work, right? We've got a minute left. So um, it's very exciting to see Generac, uh, Panasonic, and, and, and SunPower uh, as kind of three of the top energy storage offerings from SPI. In addition to that, we have Enphase, which wasn't offered here this year. Uh, and there's about three others we can talk about too. We will in this show. But Enphase, we're going to hear the long form, which I would say uh, may end up uh, being on top in about a month or two on, on, on all these fellows here. But we'll have to see, right? So, Gary, are ready to turn over to our uh, commercial? LG is a leader in the home electronics industry and manufactures some of the most popular PV panels, as well as many other appliances we've come to know and appreciate over the years. The same LG brand 
plan offers the LG Chem Rezu battery line for your home energy storage needs. Here in Hawaii, their primary model is the LG 10H Rezu with 9.3 kilowatt hours of usable capacity. The LG 10H Rezu can be used both to maximize consumption of solar energy at home and also functions as a source of backup power in the event that the grid goes down. LG Chem has increased production of their battery line for Hawaii's renewable energy solar market. Contact your local solar provider to learn more about the LG Chem 10H Rezu battery. Sundrum Solar is the manufacturer of a revolutionary thermal collector that fits on the underside of your standard PV panel to maximize energy capture per square foot. The Sundrum Solar Hybrid PVT system, combined photovoltaic and thermal, holds the world record for peak efficiency, capturing an astounding 86% usable energy. Learn how Sundrum Solar vastly improves electric, heating, and cooling economics at sundrumsolar.com. Pantech Design is ushering the world into a new age of home energy automation through the convergence of smart home technologies and renewable energy management. Unifying solar energy production, intelligent energy storage, and smart breaker technologies with smart home devices, Pantech Design's complete home energy automation suite incorporates unprecedented control of lighting, shades, climate, security, hot water, electric vehicle charging, and many other systems. Contact Pantech today at pantechdesign.com. So good morning. Yeah, good morning. All right. Good to see you guys. Great to Thank see you, you. Uh, yeah. Ragu. How yeah. are you? Absolutely. Oh, there we go. Careful, yes. careful, careful with that. I think we had a lot of fun at the at the last show, so I'm oh, looking of forward to uh, yeah. oh, having fun with you guys again. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, we, we try to we try to be at least a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's there's no point if you're not having fun. Exactly. Um, and this is a great industry to be in. I mean, especially now. So even for just sure. just before we turned on the recorder is exactly what we're talking yeah. about. Is how exciting it is yeah. this year. There's, there's so much going yeah. on and, and some really amazing announcements coming from, from all parties, yeah. including yourself. Yes, <laughs> and you know, there, there, is a, there is a buzz I haven't felt in a, uh, that I haven't felt in a few years For sure. mm -hmm. uh, in the industry. And I think, uh, and on a serious note, I think uh, it's needed more so now than ever. And so I think uh, um, we look forward to you know, doing our part. Uh, and I think there's a lot of cool stuff we are working on and bringing that to market. So this is, um, you know, to, to introduce this properly here, we're with uh, Raghu Balor of Enphase Energy. Co-founder. Co-founder <laughs> of Enphase Energy. And uh, we can't, we're coming off here, we're at SBI, uh, North America Smart Energy Week 2019, Salt Lake City. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us. Absolutely. First yeah. thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah. First thing in the morning. Um, I'm glad we, we were able to connect. Yeah. Jay likes to call this day zero because yep. it's pre-exhibit uh, no hall show floor. Yeah. Show floor. <laughs> and so it's a great opportunity, great timing. And actually, yep. we walked into the uh, Piri Hotel here, yeah. and you were coming in the same, at the same time we were. We didn't even realize it was you. Yeah. So <laughs> I had another meeting just before this. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. So uh, Jay and I uh, had an opportunity to interview you and uh, maybe your co-founder, Martin. Martin Fernage. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, once, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, and yeah. then you kind of telegraphed a little bit about Ensemble yeah. then. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, not only maybe a year ago, less than a year ago, uh, where we talked about uh, Ensemble and yeah. about this amazing new technology yep. that we should be showcasing, I, I guess, yeah. here. In, are we, are, is there, are we going to see this in no, SPR no, this not year? Yet. No, no, no. We're well, not. Okay, it's close. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, we are very close. We are, we are, we are, we are you know, the last throws of it, but uh, we are not, the timing was not exactly Okay, so right we're pretty close. Right. We're getting yeah. closer. Yeah. And uh, so this, uh, what, what is your game plan here for SPI? Of course, everyone's going to want to hear about Ensemble. That's kind of the, the thing that is uh, never, never really been done before. Yeah. But what's your game plan for SPI, and what are you here to kind of showcase? Yeah, so I th we do have some private rooms, and uh, we are bringing customers in. A lot of our customers and partners are coming in and talking to us. We are you know, it's becoming more and more real now. So we are actually putting down, you know, giving them all the details of it, the specifications of the product, exactly how it's going to work, how it's going to get installed. Uh, more importantly, you know, as you start thinking about it as a complete solution, it's, it's no longer about solar. You know, mm -hmm. this is this is much bigger. This is about energy, and so I think uh, one thing as an industry we need to start doing is start getting trained. There's a lot of training that needs to go into uh, going to affect, and so we're working with our partners to start, you know, start the training processes, et cetera, so that they can get up to speed when they start installing, you know, not just solar, but they're starting installing solar. They're starting to install, install of course, storage. They've got software to install. They've got mm -hmm. connectivity to install. They've got, you know, the the, the microgrid interconnect device or the gateway to install, et cetera. So, yeah. I, I think as an industry, we have to start. Everybody needs to start getting trained into 
into installing and deploying energy systems anymore. Absolutely. Not so right. right. It's, it's no <laughs> yeah. longer about just wiring I think a string you, of panels. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's going to be the energy coaster. Mm. <laughs> the energy coaster. There, there, there you go. go. Okay. Great point. We're seeing, um, yeah, of course, in Hawaii, we're seeing yeah. something in the order of 80% of residential uh, PV permits being pulled are with storage. With storage right? Right? Yeah. So uh, we certainly seen over the last few years all kinds of different systems right. being deployed. Uh, I think that there's a huge uh, opportunity here mm. with the Enphase Ensemble Program, yep. our system, yep. and uh, really excited to learn more about how that might impact the right. residential storage market. And I say that really from a perspective of the, uh, our, our industry is mm -hmm. struggling out yep. there to be able to, mm -hmm. to, you know, kind of right itself after mm -hmm. NEM went away back yep. in 2015. Yeah. It seems like this product has the mm -hmm. potential mm -hmm. to really uh, to make to that change for us or to contribute considerably. Absolutely. I, we really think the first and foremost, you know, Hawaii is my favorite place besides weather and the nice <laughs> Beaches <laughs> and, and warm sunshine for the obvious seasons, but you guys are always at the forefront of. You've always been at the forefront of solar. I mean, and 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 so just it's very forward-thinking community. Bottom line, right? Um, not devoid of its set of challenges, but definitely very forward-thinking. So I'm not surprised that 80% of all permits being pulled is energy storage. So I think you have to think about NEM going away is actually the biggest catalyst for storage mm -hmm. because, you'll, and this is not just in Hawaii, it's going to happen nationwide in the US. And a corollary to that, what's happening internationally as well, where feed-in tariff, which is what the primarily the international market is, you're seeing that the feed-in tariff is reducing so dr mm -hmm. drastically, and the retail cost of electricity has gone up so much that uh, it doesn't make any sense to export a single electron onto the grid. Mm. It's, this world is moving towards self-consumption. When you move towards the world of self-consumption, of course you want a storage solar solution that's very resilient, which means even in an outage it can, it can island as an example. You need storage solution so that you can uh, you know, use it when the weather is bad as an example. And I think what's really interesting is starting to think about how can you manage your consumption as well. Right? Sure. It's not just about solar. I think the third lever, if you can pull, and if it's a strong lever to pull consumption, if I can somehow find a way to do it without having any impact on your lifestyle, that will take, that'll be a really cool solution. And, but I think it can be done because there is so much opportunity to do a lot of software there. Mm -hmm. There's so much opportunity to bring machine learning and AI into the picture because everybody's energy system will be different than the than the neighbors. Everybody's lifestyles are different, you know. Yep. And so I think those are the really exciting things looking into the future. It's pretty pretty amazing when you think of where we came from, right, Jay? I mean, from a place where it was, hey, we got a $300 electric bill and we're going to size this solar system and knock out 300 bucks and we're, when we don't use it, we're back feeding it to the grid and we're going to get credit. Yes. Yep. Simple, yeah. right? It's nice and easy. No longer like that. Now yeah. we're talking about things like uh, using machine learning yeah. in our behavior yeah. to it kind of optimize uh, self-consumption. That's yeah. really exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah. So am I, am I to take that uh, to mean that it learns our behavior and when to uh, when to self-consume, when to store, or when to maybe use energy directly to our needs. I mean, what, what kind of a future do you see? That's precisely what it is. Here's let, let me explain. Ensemble. If you look at Ensemble, is it's actually an energy management technology. Okay. Okay. And what it is is it's a platform that just has a number of resources on it. So it's got the solar resource, the storage resource, the grid as a resource, uh, your loads maybe even a, a you know a fuel cell etc whatever it may be um, its job is it creates a marketplace a marketplace of buyers and sellers just like you're talking about wall street right uh -huh. it's like a marketplace of buyers and sellers so what's a seller solar is obviously a seller of energy right a grid could be a buyer or seller of energy your battery is a buyer or seller of energy your load is a buyer only a buyer of energy Right? So the goal of this system is to find the best source of energy to supply that load. So for example, within a home and a washing machine now, everybody's becoming really intelligent, right? So there's, the washing machine says, hey, I need to run. Who's going to sell me the energy? This is within the home, right? And then, it'll, you know, then the system then says, hey, is it cheaper to buy from the grid at this time? Is it cheaper to buy from storage? Is it cheaper to buy from solar? Of course, it'll be the cheapest to buy from solar because the marginal cost of solar is zero. 
but marginal cost of solar at night is infinite. Right? You right. can't buy from yeah. solar anymore. Yeah. Or if solar is maxed out servicing all the other loads. So that's how the engine underlying works. It's a marginal cost optimization engine. It just it's sounds... all software, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and every endpoint is an IoT endpoint, really intelligent, and saying, hey, I need to run, run, I mean, execute the operation. It feels like from an anatomy of a system perspective that an AC-coupled, hyper-redundant type of anatomy like uh, the microinverter yeah. would lend itself to that very well, yeah. right? And one of the complexities that we're seeing in Hawaii right now is just learning how to install and commission and make sure everything's working for all these different types of solar plus storage yeah. systems. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels to me like this type of a technology, this type of a package, when offered, really mm -hmm. want to know when yeah. to be offered, sure. when offered, <laughs> yeah. it, it could be a real game changer, not only in terms of uh, you know being able to do all of what you just described, but also when we when we go ahead and install it, one of the things that we loved about Enphase when, mm -hmm. when it mm -hmm. came out early, uh, what, what was it? 2009. 2000, I was in the industry then, so around 2010 I was like learning about yeah. Enphase. Yeah. And it was because it was so simple to yeah. install, it made our lives as installers, yeah. I'm no longer an installer by the way, but it made our lives as installers, yeah. you know, a whole different, it was a whole different world. Yeah. Do you see that same yeah. type of yeah. thing happening for installers that are now yeah. kind of in this area of trying to understand storage and all the complexities? Yeah. Is it going to make yeah. their lives easier? Actually, you bet it is. One of the you know, core tenets of the company was keep its simplicity, right? Even though the systems have become more complex, our job is to make sure that the system installation and commissioning process is really, 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 really simple. So treat everything as a IoT appliance. Mm -hmm. An individual solar panel with a microinverter is an IoT appliance. For us, our storage solution, which is called InCharge, is a 3.3 kilowatt hour building block, but it's got the cells, the cell module, the BMS, the charge controller, the inverter, the packaging, the software, all encapsulated in one device. Don't do anything, just hang it on the wall and connect a 240 volt <laughs> wire into, into a breaker. No data connection, no? Uh, no, no data connection, wow. nothing. The data connection goes into the, which may already exist, but it goes into the, into the combiner box, into mm -hmm. the gateway. You, you may have to put a USB stick in there sure. to connect to, the, you will have to put a USB stick mm -hmm. to connect to the, but let the software take over. Make the connections, the system auto-discovers, auto-configures, and off it goes. And over time, it'll learn, right? Mm -hmm. Now, we don't have that today. That is what we are working towards. That's our grand vision mm -hmm. is the Ensemble 1.0, which, uh, you know, by the end of this year, and starting in, in, and into Q1 will be all about the you know solar storage, the gateway, plug a USB stick in there that with, that's going to talk Zigbee to the to, to in charge, and then install the mic, the interconnect device to create the isolation. Okay. Software will take over from there. Over time, what we're developing in the background is all of this machine learning, right? And all of that, you don't have to go back to the site. We can do remotely, you know, we can come in remotely and do upgrades over the air firmware upgrades and make the system more and more and more intelligent over time. You know what occurs to me? There's a lot of M&A activity right now in this industry, right? Mm -hmm. um, but Enphase seems a lot like a software company. It always kind of has, right? You guys are in Petaluma. <laughs> yeah. You guys you have a bunch, boatloads of software engineers, Absolutely. as I understand it. Yes. And so, I, I, I mean, it's it's like it seems like you're building yeah. you're building the mousetrap, yeah. right? Yeah. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. you you have the, the tools to be able to uh, yep. make all this happen yep. in house. Yeah. Is that what your basic strategy? Hundred percent, right? We have always said, right? Enphys is a systems company, and if you look at the composition of a systems company, as many software engineers as there are hardware engineers. Yeah. For us. We've got one more twist. We are also a semiconductor company. Because remember, we, we said like, ASIC. you know, yeah, yeah, we make our own ASIC. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, Hoover Dam on a, on a chip is mm -hmm. what Martin, the way he described it at yeah. one time, right? Our ASIC, our chip, performs the function of an independent plant, every single one, right? So we think about semiconductor, software, power electronics, communication, big data, that is DNA for the company. That's how exactly how we think about it. Um, but it's not unlike any other high-tech systems company that's that's out in the, um, that's out there, right? Um, and that's what we are doing for solar, right? It's just that solar is not like a little power conversion box, right? Okay, big box, feed in, you know, DC, and out comes AC. That's that world. We have evolved significantly kind of, kind of into <laughs> yes, point. it's yeah. yeah, it is. This is about 
you know, we have, I, was, I, was, I think Joshua was telling you this last time, uh, we have an ARM processor embedded inside every single chip. There are like 20 ARM processors on your roof. Your roof is like the most intelligent, it's like a supercomputer almost <laughs> out there, right? There's so much computational capability, right? You know, we were joking about this, you could mine bitcoins <laughs> using all that computation that's up there, right? So this world is about semiconductors, it's about software, it's about intelligence, it, devices making decisions on their own. Sure. No central authorities, truly distributed. Distributed all the down, way down to a single panel, distributed all the way down to a small 3.3 kilowatt hour building block. There's two areas that I'm trying to get my head around right now. One is the potential scalability of this. Uh, in terms of your company, right? In terms of this company, it feels like it has the ability to scale like a software company can scale. That's one thing. And the other thing I'm trying to understand here is what kind of impact will this have on the labor costs of mm -hmm. the install, which are kind of related, right? Sure. Labor costs of installing mm -hmm. a solar system. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, we're seeing a lot of the equipment come down in costing, uh, of course, panels and inverters and all the different things. Uh, and it, but and now we get into storage, but still that's going to start to come down more and more. Mm -hmm. We still have that labor component. We, of course, have the marketing component. That tends to be a larger and larger portion of the pie. Do you feel like these uh, advances are going to change the price point of solar for, for your average homeowner? I, I, I absolutely believe it will. Um, small tweak. I think what, what you're going to see, for example, on the solar, if you just look solar alone, right, we are doing things like AC modules, mm -hmm. where there is no inverter to install anymore. Right? The inverter is embedded into the module itself. So, um, you know, I, I expect that two years from now or three years from now, there'll be new people coming into our industry and they'll be like, what's an inverter? <laughs> right? You, it's we just a solar panel. It's yeah, just it's a module. It's an easy yeah. It's that little box that's on the back yeah, of the it's panel. something you know, in there. Right? You've never it's seen it. The hardware is already embedded <laughs> in there. It's all about the software, right? right. The new guys were coming in and they will be thinking like that. But I think if, as an industry, if you're not careful, we can drive up the cost of installation because you're now no longer installing solar only. Mm. You're installing an energy system. And by definition, energy system means there has to be some additional software and it is a more complicated install than just installing solar anymore. So I think our job is to abstract away all of that complexity away from our partners, installer partners, and make it super simple and plug and play. That's why we think about the way we do, even though it's much harder for us but our job is to make it simpler, right? So when the homeowner walks up to that light switch and flips that light switch on, the light always comes on, regardless of what, whether there's a storm brewing or anything. No longer thinking about it. No longer thinking, the light always comes on. It's the most economical form of energy. Of course, it has to be the cleanest form of energy and it has to be the safest form of energy. What happens in the background is all our problem. If you think that's the way we live our lives with technology, yeah. right? Essentially, that's, that's the yeah. way people want it anyway. <laughs> you know, today, if you think about it, about it, exactly, you don't want to care about it. You don't want to be sitting there pulling out your smartphone. I mean, if you want to, you can. Yeah, you you can. Be able to, but you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't have to go out there and say, eh, maybe I should, uh, if my state of charge is 30%, maybe I should, yeah. nah, right. nah. Yeah. It should gonna, all be completely, yeah. As I said, my friend's grandmother in Peoria is not going to pull out her smartphone and try to configure her system. It's got to be ready for grandma. Yeah. Exactly, right? right? That's how we're going to cross the chasm into 70 million households in the U.S. and not just be limited to two or three. What about some of the big rocks like uh, electric vehicle charging? Jay, you want to jump in here? I, I mean, was, was going to bring up the hard one, security. Yeah. Security is a huge deal, guys. I mean, I this from, is... I come from 30 years in IT. I mean, yeah. I, I know um, precisely what that is. We you are, talk about updating over the, over the air and everything else, and it's wonderful, yeah, yeah. but there are caveats. Huge <laughs> caveats. So you'll see a step up. We haven't talked about it much. I'm really happy you brought it up. You know, you, you, you never make something sec perfectly secure. That's just, you know, if, what you do is you keep enhancing the level of security in your system. Sure. And so you'll see, we've done a pretty good job so far, uh, but I think there is more to be done. Uh, there are newer and newer threats to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. So I think what you'll see with Ensemble 1.0 is an enhancement in, in security. Uh, and then we, we have plans for 2.0 as well. Uh, we are now in discussions with some national labs and we are starting to, we are probably one of, we're starting to do some real work in, uh, in energy distributed energy, DER security. Yeah. Uh, we okay. looked at some of the newer standards that are coming out. I don't want to give, give a specific, uh, uh, I don't want to call out which specific one it is. And we actually have a security team in our company now. 
and we looked at that standard and we were like, wow, they haven't, they, they just glossed over the security part mm -hmm. and that needs to get addressed. So it's, as an industry, we need to address it. Yeah. And you know, the threat is getting it's strong. Once, and, once you have a significant, yeah. right, right now we're kind of what I call security through obscurity. It's, yeah. it's not a big enough target yet. Correct. But as soon as we have a significant volume of yep. these, it's going to become one. And, and yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a serious concern of mine. Uh, it, it is, <laughs> and it's a valid concern. And I think uh, it, it is, uh, we as technology providers have to take it very, very seriously and make sure that every generation of a product, just like we improve cost and reliability on every generation of our microinverters, we look at the exact same way and improve that every generation of system that we release is more secure than the previous generation. It's a race, right? Yeah, it's a race that <laughs> doesn't have a, a, an end point. You right, just, it's, right. you constantly Trying have to, to keep, you have to constantly improve. When I think about security, I, I guess people might think, uh, well, solar panels, how much of a problem could one create, right? Turn them on, turn them on. But when we start thinking about something like all the different types of interaction of energy with our devices, with our electric vehicles, with our uh, our energy storage systems, but these are powerful th powerful devices, right? Yep. They, they hold energy by their inherent nature. Our solar hot water systems, mm -hmm. uh, do you see Enphase being able to, are you, are you working directly with some of these types of systems? Do you have a Enphase EV charger on the way? Do you have a, a solar hot water um, you know, a modifier or something? And which, we, we, how, how far are you going to reach out? We do. So you know, we really take, so let me be very precise. We view, so when, you, when, when I'm, the strategy for Enphase is energy, which means it's solar storage and consumption. And we put all of this in the consumption bucket. We're starting to look at okay, how do you make the consumption management really sophisticated, right? You can start with circuit level consumption management, but we quickly need to move to appliance level. Even appliance level, you know, there is a, it's, it's an iterative process, right? We need to work with the appliance vendors to say, hey, make your devices more IoT, more compliant, right? You see thermostats, at least on smart thermostats, you can talk to them. And they, that's, a, that's a big energy consumer in your house, your HVAC unit. I think the good news here is that if you work with four or five of these vendors, EV, EV charger, uh, EV vendor, or uh, your smart, or your hot water heater, HVAC, pool pump, hot tub, you pretty much cover the majority mm -hmm. of your energy consumption. The high, uh, the demand, high demand devices. Right. Lighting and everything, it's cool. I think you need to do it, but it's not going to be material in terms of... And these days, an LED lighting, it's and not LED lighting, it's going to be exactly, it's right? Yeah, yeah, it's still, yeah. there's a coolness factor to it, and you will yeah. fold that into the platform. Um, but no, consumption management is a pretty big area. Not trivial, because everybody's lifestyle is different. Right. Somebody's got two kids, three kids, college kids, high school age kids. Yeah, it's got to be different, right? Yeah. And given that difference, you need software systems that can adapt to that difference. And not having somebody go in there and, yeah. and configure, okay, yeah, tell me what your family lifestyle is. It's not how it's going to be. The system will have to learn on its own. That's where things like machine learning and all of that comes into the picture. So it's it's almost like looking into the future, really, is what we're talking mm -hmm. about here. I mean, we're talking about you know. So with with something like that, what about um, virtual power planning? This is a future futuristic conversation in and of you, itself. You did, you did drop the big DER right? We, absolutely. <laughs> There's VPP stuff happening. Yeah. We've done some shows on VPP out yeah. in Bavaria recently, early in the year, yeah. um, and then of course some new VPP systems are being put into or been signed on in Hawaii presently. Mm -hmm. There was a grid services component to the yeah, gigawatt so. level RFP that was put out by mm -hmm. by by mm -hmm. Hawaiian uh, electric companies. Mm -hmm. uh, how does Enphase play a role in that? Is it, does it have a distinct advantage in some yeah, way? Yeah, I, I, so advantage, the market will tell us if you have an advantage or not. What I'll yeah. share with you is our view on how VPP should, VPP uh, needs to be executed, if I may. Yeah. I have one caution, concern, if you may. The danger of, we have to be careful that we don't centralize things, mm -hmm. right? And because what are we? We are, are you know, but their core belief for us is that DER is the way to go. Behind the mirror, DER, distributed energy resource, is the way to go, right? And VPP can, if not done right, re-centralize things. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you have you now create a central authority that's managing all of these DERs. 
right. then the whole point of a you, DR you, you is some, to some extent lost. Central control is that a central authority. Building. Yeah, <laughs> central authorities have a problem with scaling, yep. have a problem with cost, and central authority also have a problem with security. Sure. Somebody breaks into that security, into that central authority. A yeah. yeah. So, so, does, so does this so, do a better job? Sorry to interrupt you. Does this do a better, better job? I'm getting an aggregator. Yeah. We have a slightly different view of how it, need, it doesn't take the aggregator out of the picture, but the, we, you take the, you 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 distribute the power of the aggregator. The aggregator doesn't send commands. The aggregator sends requests, hmm. and then you have per, the ER makes the autonomous decision whether to participate or not. That's how you push power and control to that DER. The DER is the decision maker, is the intelligence. Not only is it a decision maker to participate or not, it's also the decision maker on how to participate. You've got number of resources, it's that marketplace, right? Mm -hmm. Now that marketplace that I talked about earlier on, your request from your, from your aggregator it's factored into that cost function. So the requests from your, your washing machine in yeah. the future and yeah. the question I get are all on the same type of system. All on the same, it's the common platform. And you're just, you, you will do the optimization. The same type of request. It's yeah. exactly the yeah. same type of request. Yeah. I will pay you <laughs> now, sure. right? Yeah. So the washing machine may go, oh, the system may go, oh, listen, maybe if I defer my, my, my running, if I defer, I get some credit for it because I deferred when I should be running my washing right. machine. Sure. Right, and aggregators in this, this DER sense, there's a notion of reducing load as much as there is, is of maybe getting power out of your battery. It's not, there's a whole series of different opportunities, Brilliant. right? that's right. exactly what it is about. Yeah. It's about saying, hey DER, I don't care what you do behind the scenes. You know, provide me with X amount of power if you're willing to participate. Yes, I'm willing to participate. Yes, I've evaluated what my resources are. Yes, I can delay my washing machine running. Yes, my solar is maxed out running at MPPT. Great, let that decision making happen down there, not with the central authority. Right. It seems like it also has the opportunity to create tremendous efficiency in that process, right? Because you're no longer, like, it's not a static system. It's not now a, a dynamic not a system very dynamic. that creates real world market values, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh, for, and, when you're, when you're, and when you're concerned about extreme weather events and something. In a system like that, you can basically arbitrarily cut a line anywhere through the system and it doesn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> so you can say, hey, my priority right now is my, my home safety, so I'm, I want to play so I'll try to do that. So uh, do that. what we were, saying, we were just saying that uh, it ha you have the potential to uh, to not participate in the marketplace, mm. uh, but to to focus on like your safety. Yeah, sure. so yeah. Even just even just yeah. as as a community. I mean, if yeah. everybody stays connected, instead of yeah. separating yourself and saying I'm going to be selfish, mm -hmm. you can literally cut like we can cut off the subdivision that I live in. Mm -hmm. And although the the greater grid is gone essentially, mm -hmm. yeah. this subdivision will continue to maintain itself because they continue yeah. to, mar to, yeah. to communicate. You know, the, yeah, absolutely. I, I think the, 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 the but, but in order to accomplish this, mm -hmm. you got to be rich in software, you got to be rich in data, you got to be rich in connectivity, et cetera, right? That is, those are kind of the fundamental, yeah. the foundation for how to make this come true, right? It feels, I mean, I know that Enphase has done very well uh, with their stock prices recently. We don't spend a lot of time working on talking about the markets, but we recently kind of brought in a, a wealth advisor and he talks about yeah, ETFs a lot and about you know mm -hmm. certain certain uh, ETFs and about certain companies on occasion. So I know that there was a tremendous uh, some real uh, uh, strength in your stocks, right? right? In your market. Um, so, but do you see uh, what, what do you see in the future? I mean, do you see a sense? Because it feels to me like you're in a really <laughs> exciting position, uh, and it could be the company could grow tremendously. You know, um, I, I, I'm give, uh, my answer is the following, and, and you know, for the question like that, really, you know. We are laser beam focused on one thing, deliver the best customer experience. That's what this is about. If we do that, and people talk about it, but we really internally, we have embraced that. If you deliver the best customer experience, everything else follows. More people will buy your stuff, you make more money, your shareholders are gonna reward you with a much higher stock price, they'll be happy, everybody will be happy. It all starts with one thing, and that's the beauty of it is, if you focus on one thing, Deliver the best customer experience. Delivering the best customer experience means making the best, is a product that's the simplest to install, making the product that is extremely reliable, making sure that you have a roadmap for the future, right? Making sure that you have great customer service, 
so our partners don't, you know, can really rely on the company. Those are some of the lessons we have also learned over time, and lessons learned through some hard times. That it just it all boils down to one thing: just relentless focus on your customer. Absolutely. If you do that, everything else follows, right? So that's a great point. It's a great point. So well, we're going to wrap this up, I think. Yeah, uh, I think that's a fantastic note right? to end on. Yeah, yeah. very we much appreciate you. your time and waking up early and yep. coming down to. All right, that was Enphase um, talking with Ragu Belor about the Ensemble program, which he will launch uh, in a couple of months. Really, it sounded like pretty much. Send, be. Yeah, it's supposed to be by the end of the year. Right, and Jason Verkart and Solar Anthony are in studio, made it over from the airport. Aloha, Maui. Wanted to say congratulations to Solar Anthony for his two-year orbit uh, in Maui. Welcome. Good. Yes, thank okay. you, Mr. Porter. Okay. Solar yeah. Thank you, Mr. Porter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 And Brian Thomas, uh, you noticed at the end of that interview, actually mentioned you. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that was neat, right? That was awesome. Uh, yeah, Enphase, um, to, to be clear, uh, Ragu was not showcasing. Uh, Enphase did not have a booth at SPI 2019. They were doing, he was stacked up. He literally said he had 20 uh, interviews stacked up at the Peary Hotel. Yeah, be, behind closed doors. Yeah, and we got a chance to sit down and partners. talk with him uh, right away. It was like it was like the Wall Street Journal and CNET, like in between those two guys, you wow. know, or something like that. And it was, uh, I'll tell you what, we had a great interview. I really enjoy talking with him because he's such a kind of theoretical person. And he's talking, yeah, he's got, Jay's got three fingers up. Go, Jay. No, no, that was three minutes. Oh, okay, yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm, just, I'm just passing messages along. What did you think? Um, yeah, they, I mean, they've got a tremendous vision. They, they literally are trying to to leapfrog all the, the, the little home-based smart systems that we kind of saw. I, I think when we actually do get to look at the Ensemble product, it's going to just blow everybody away. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of like, like, I kind of hold on to two thoughts. One is it's not available yet, and I got to sure. always be careful about that in this industry because there's always the discussion, right? And then there's always the reality. But the general architecture of how this this is about they make they work on the silicon innovations they work on uh, you know pr processor innovations yep. they're working on software innovations and those are areas that tend to have the capability to scale yep. and you know I get very excited about that because I think this could be a solid resi and a solid commercial uh, play who knows it may end up uh, having cost savings beyond that uh, I think there's opportunities to drive the cost down for solar plus storage and residential for sure. Uh, there's just a lot going on there, and then we see we, as soon as we put that up on YouTube, right away, it was like 500 views. Yeah. So people were into it, and the people that are following Enphase are commenting. Uh, I think Enphase is, is a. I mean, everyone knows Enphase is an important company to keep, keep an eye on. Well, and and then, you know, you guys see it from the industry standard, from the investment side of things. You just look at the company, and and they're a 2.85 billion dollar company. Pull up a chart of their stock. One thing that I wanted to point out, we talked about TAN, is that ticker symbol for the ETF of TAN. It's the number one performing ETF, exchange-traded fund of all the ones out there. And, and, and of course, Enphase is a portion of that, right? And it's not a recommendation per se, but if you look at, at, at that, there's an analyst that talks about it and says, these companies, Enphase in particular, they're growing just, their stocks are growing just because of the earnings. Right? right, and in other words, the market hasn't given them sort of the growth aspect that how much they're growing, they and how fast they're growing. That in yet. Right, but I mean, the the sales quarter over quarter for Enphase are up three hundred eleven percent. You know, <laughs> three hundred and 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 there you go. Yeah. So Enphase is a thank you for that. That was super important to hear. And Enphase is one of a number of players. We have long form interviews coming out. We're going to schedule out over the next few months. We have SunPower, we have SolarEdge, we have uh, LG, we have REC, we have a whole bunch of great interviews. Long form, half an hour we did at SPI on the show floor. Uh, you're going to get a chance to hear that right here at the Solar Coaster. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is uh, we are sponsored by LG Chem, Sun Drum Solar, and Pantech Design. Have a wonderful weekend and aloha, Friday. Ready?